All right, what's up, everybody? BC here. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Uh, this podcast, the Supreme Being, is sponsored and hosted by myself, Team BC. If you guys need anything real estate, go to teambcsold.com. We just expanded uh, to two new states in the United States. We're going worldwide, and it's going to happen very quickly, so be ready for that. Number two, if you guys are interested in joining the team, you can either reach out to one of those team leaders that I have announced in their areas, or you can go to partnerwithteambc.com if you want to uh, join under me, okay? Number two, or actually number three would be modern success. A lot of the, uh, the new uh, you know, expansion teams, those leaders that are flying the Team BC flag, they are members of modern success. I will always pick from that pool of people to expand my team because that's my tribe, that's my community, and that's my people. So if you're interested in joining, go to the link in my bio on Instagram, or you can go to briancasala.com, all right? Let's start this uh, podcast. Now, there's a lot that I'm gonna talk about today. Now, I've been getting a lot of DMs lately because on my Facebook and Instagram and even my YouTube, I've been sharing a lot of stuff about um, some facts and information and groups that um, are kind of hidden, that have been an enemy of the people for a long time, everybody. I recommend, before we start, I'm just gonna throw some stuff out there for you guys to research. Um, I wouldn't recommend you research via Google because of who owns it. Uh, there's another search engine called DuckDuckGo, which is pretty decent. Um, you will find some stuff on YouTube, but look up George Soros, S-O-R-O-S, Antifa, right? Shadow government, start looking at stuff like that, NWO, because once you look into that stuff, uh, you'll be able to piece together a little bit better what's really going on beside, uh, behind the scenes because, um, you have to research a little bit and know. Otherwise, what I post and what other, some other people post, it will just confuse you or you think we're anti this or anti that. But this uh, rabbit hole goes a lot deeper than most people think, okay? So let's begin. In spite of what's going on, especially with what's going on, you know, I have talked in the past about communicating with people at a higher level. And many of you who follow me, you're looking to, you know, grow your social media, grow your business. And Inevitably, when you develop as a human being, regardless of who you are or where you're from, you're going to clash with people. Okay, that's inevitable. Anytime, any place, anywhere, any language, any culture, any race, you're going to clash with people. That's just normal. Okay, now what we need to do is at the individual level develop. Now, one thing that you have to develop that I've developed tremendously over the last couple of years that I want to discuss uh, some tips on how I got it and some other things is in uh, regards to like compassion and empathy, okay? Now, when I say that, I am gonna talk about it, but I don't want you to take it the wrong way, okay? I have been on both sides of the fence. When I, um, you know, go back years ago, before I really started focusing on, on bettering myself and, and, you know, really evolving, we can say, individually. I was somebody who had a very short temper even though for the most part, I was more reserved into myself. And, you know, when I started on social media, especially in just my journey in life on and off social media, um, I, I was very confrontational with people. You know, if somebody said they didn't believe in me, I'd tell them to go fuck themselves. I said, who are you to tell me that shit? Fuck you. If somebody disagreed with me on social media and said something or talk shit, I'd fire right back and be like, go fuck yourself, you know? Um, and every once in a while, depending on the context, you do have to stand up for yourself. However, if that's just the only way you can express yourself and the only way you respond, um, 
then that that's a flaw. That's a character flaw, right? If that's just your normal mode of operation, it's the only way you can respond. And that's what you default to. And you have no other tools up, uh, up your sleeve, then of course, that's not good. But back then you don't realize it. I didn't realize it. Okay. Now that was part of my character development process because I first recognized it and said, man, why, why do I care so much about what, what other people think? Why am I firing off back at people? And it causes you to uh, take introspect, right? You look in yourself and you're like, okay, something's going on here, right? Something's going on. And it forces you to get on this path a little bit more and take it a little bit more serious. So now I pick and choose. Sometimes I do it to make a point, right? Some people fire off at me hardcore and I just give them a little bit of taste of their own medicine and then they really flip out. And I tell them, look what I just did. I give you a small piece of your own medicine and look how emotionally unstable you are. Look at your extreme reaction. Look at, look, look at all the hatred you have in you, which supposedly now you're directing towards me. And all I did was I responded the way you responded. Yet for you to respond that way, it's okay. And it's not for me. Does that make any sense? And people can't, people can't get that, right? Same thing if I want to connect with more people. I want to help more people. And I do. Okay. If I put on that confrontational, you can't fuck with me attitude all the time, then even some people who I could convert to start thinking a little bit more clear, I'm going to miss that opportunity. So even if I see somebody say something wrong or do something wrong, I don't just go on the attack. Me as a more evolved communicator, I need to think of the proper strategy to get a hold of that person if they're the right person. Because you're going to run into two types of people for the most part. You're going to run into the ones who clash with you who are just straight up haters, or in the cases like we see in the media with certain individuals, they're just evil people. Okay? They're just evil. Them, forget them. Now, there's some people who are just ignorant, not ignorant like dumb, ignorant like they just don't know. Like I used to be ignorant of a lot of the things that now I know that I can teach, that I can demonstrate in my own life, beliefs and philosophies that have helped me. I was ignorant to them, meaning I did not know them. Now, as I learned them, right, I first was in the position of being ignorant and had to listen to, be approached by, and connect with somebody who was not ignorant in that aspect, in that thing. Then I learned, cool, then you pass the torch. Someone says, is it okay to say the F word live? This is my, and I'll, I'll, I'll sidetrack for a second here. Many of you hear me cuss and say fuck and shit. Do you have to? No. However, if you're in a position where you cannot say fuck, meaning you have a block and you can't say it, that's the problem. Do you have to say it? No. Am I recommending necessarily that you say it? No. But if you're in a position where you can't even think of the word or say it, then you don't have freedom. You need to be in a position of choice to say, I can use the word fuck or not. I choose to not use it or I choose to use it. That's up to you. But are you genuinely in that position? That's where a lot of people need to, need to get to and they don't. Anyways, great question. So uh, I'm dealing with now those people who fall into that category, right? Maybe they're ignorant or they just don't know. That's fine. So I've learned through the years that, hey, if I just put on this, this lion's mane all the time and I'm constantly growling and showing my teeth, that's going to scare a lot of people. Do I have my moments of doing that? Are you going to have to do that at times? Absolutely. Because you need to stand up for yourself and protect what's yours at times in the proper context, of course. 
However, for the most part, you need to be a smooth and effective communicator, which means I need to get my message out to the right people and to as many of the right people as possible. So how can I properly be that vessel to do that? That's what we're talking about here. That's what we need to do. That's why I move in the way that I move. Right? Somebody asked, why are so many people being mind controlled? Because a lot of these techniques that I've been learning and teaching now for the last six or seven years, they use against you, but they have had a head start. If you listen to me or somebody who's a little bit more hip to some of these facts and techniques, especially if you get in my inner circle, now you have a weapon. However, if you learn from me for a year versus being, again, mind controlled for the last 25, 20, 30, 50 years by the media and whoever you listen to and deemed an authority, you got a lot of work to do. That's a reversing that you have to do yourself, right? And many people, they're in such a deep state of mind control and hypnosis by, let's call it the media, if we're going to name it anything, right? Because it's more than just that. They're not even aware. So now I come and speak up and immediately I'm the enemy because they're not even aware of what they don't know. They're in such a deep, a deep hypnosis. We're all hypnotized. I hypnotize people too. I just hypnotize them in an empowering way to help them. Everybody's hypnotized and you need to know that. So part of this, this process that I'm describing on this podcast is the dehypnotization of somebody and the rehypnotizing. Now, what I do differently that a lot of people don't do is I don't just take control of people. I show you the tools. I show you the tools. I give you the tools to then hypnotize yourself because I don't want to do it. I don't want to take control of people. I want to empower you to take control of yourself. That's the difference. That's why I think so many people fuck with me because I say, hey, this is what we can do. I can help you. I don't want people dependent on me. Why would I want to, again, like with Modern Success or my team members, why would I want just an army of people dependent on me? That's not true power. That's not. I want to empower others. Yes, I can be their teacher. And of course, they're always going to be loyal to me. That's fine. But I don't want to have a bunch of people dependent on me because then they're weak. I want a bunch of badass motherfuckers around me. That's why I put so much time and effort into my team and modern success because that's, that's my tribe, man. That's my tribe. And to a lesser extent, obviously, this podcast and YouTube and all that. But especially to that inner circle because they get a more intimate side of me. They get more information. They get deeper information. They get closer private teachings. That's what I want. I want a fucking soldier of uh, army of badasses. I want the Fantastic Four with me. I don't want to be one superhero with average Joes. I want the X-Men. I want everybody with me. And if I can help cultivate that in people and activate it more in myself, then let's fucking do it. That's what I want. See, but me as a leader, we can say in this instance, or me being the one who has a platform, I have to take a certain risk of doing that. And this is where a lot of people hit that wall. You have to take a risk. You don't think it's risky for me since 2015 to say that I support Trump? You know how many people when I announced it in 2015? Because I proudly announced it because I knew what's happening now back then. People still get on me. Oh, you're racist. You're this and that. That's fine. I don't care what people say. I'm, that's the risk that you have to take because I know, as an example, I'm a good person and I check mark all the good things. If a couple people don't like it, that's fine. But I'm going up against, I'm going up against the media, that psychological warfare. So I need to prepare myself and those around me for it. But when I, when I 
face that bull head on, I'm going to be met with resistance and that's okay. Same thing when you want to help somebody at a smaller level, your friend, your mom, your dad, your team members. It's the same thing. It's just on a smaller scale. So now when I hold that flag and I'm up against the beast, of course, the people are going to say, dude, you're fucking crazy. What are you doing? You don't have a chance against that beast or, you know, people on the other side, you retard. Why are you against us? You should be with us. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Same thing with me sharing the stuff about what's going on behind the scenes and people not knowing George Soros and Antifa and all these fucking hidden terrorist organizations and, you know, like Hillary Clinton, if you didn't know, right? The judge ruled she has to testify under oath about her transgressions. But nobody talks about that. But I've been saying for months and years, she's evil. She's a fucking pedophile. She traffics children. And I know I'm even putting my own life at risk by saying that on my platform. I don't give a fuck because the truth needs to be put out. And people will attack me for saying that because for whatever reason, they like her because they don't really know what's going on. Look up Pizzagate. Look up all that stuff. But that's okay. I'm willing to take the consequences that come with it in everything because I'm just somebody who pushes truth and honesty and empowering people, which if you go to my YouTube channel, if you're part of my inner circle, you know that right? Anything I do, I put the other person first, especially when I'm teaching and giving back because that's the way you're supposed to fucking do it. And I don't remember who said it here on the Instagram live, but they said leaders, true leaders don't create followers. They create more leaders. Exactly. 100%. 100%. Look up deep state. Yes, sir, Alan. 100%. And that's what it's all about. But you have to go through that phase that I said at the beginning where it is uncomfortable. And maybe you go off on the wayside where I was arguing with people mindlessly on YouTube and firing back at people. You know, like that one time I went off at a, <laughs> at a like family friends party. I was like, man, fuck all you guys. You're all haters and this and that. Was that the right thing to do? Probably not. My emotions got the best of me. But in the end, man, I benefited so much from that because I finally stood up for myself. And that's when I really stopped and I made headway and not really giving a shit or a fuck what people thought about me right? That's why throughout the years, people talking shit about me, making videos about me or claiming that I'm dumb or that I'm racist or this and that. Why would I refute that when I know I'm none of those things? See, you fall into their trap when you start to defend something that doesn't exist. That's what they want to do. They're instigating bullshit. They're creating bullshit, fluff. Why would you feed into it by trying to defend something? By defending it, therefore, you're already guilty in most cases. So you put yourself in the worst fucking position by somebody just making some shit up. My deeds and my actions make up my character. I don't have to talk about it. I don't have to defend myself. The truth is a fucking truth, and that's it. I don't have to go out of my way to fucking show it. Right. And sometimes I think that a lot of people are fooled that, oh, well, I got to prove it and this and that. To who? To that dumb motherfucker who, think, who thinks you're full of shit? That's one person who doesn't even want to know the truth anyway. They just want to get in a fucking mindless back and forth with you. I'm like, dude, this isn't a debate. My Facebook is not a debate. My Instagram is not a debate. My YouTube is not a fucking debate. Those are my communication lines and I can do and say whatever the fuck I want. Now, luckily for the audience who comes to me, it's truth, it's honesty. It's high level of moral and ethics. That's the shit that I stand for. So if you stand against me, we need to put the fucking uh, magnifying glass on you. Because if I stand for that, what do you stand for if you're against me, huh? 
That's what I stand for. Unity. That's what I stand for. What the fuck do you stand for if you're attacking me? Huh? You obviously oppose what I stand for. So you must be evil. Just like these, like Hillary Clinton, all these people that are getting busted. I've been, man, I've been saying this shit for years, but now I get dozens and hundreds of messages from people saying, man, I didn't know this was going on, right? You know, I was wrong in 2015. Now I'm going to vote for Trump and this and that. And again, this goes beyond Trump and all that, right? He just happens to be the person that is, is, is trying to help. And he's trying to take down fucking Goliath and he's David. Okay. This goes far beyond him. He just happens to be that one person in power that we can give a little help to. But again, initially, everybody, dude, back in 2015, I lost subscribers on YouTube. People were talking shit and this and that. I remember it, right? But it's okay. It's okay because when you stand for truth, when you stand for the right thing, it's okay. You can make it through that no matter how tough it is because you will make it to the other side for sure. For sure. 100%. That's what carries you. That's what carries me. That's what allows me to stay focused and, you know, kind of handle some of those things you guys asked me, staying on track, bouncing back. That keeps me going. That's what the fuck I represent and I stand for. Cool. So I don't need, I sleep good at night. I don't worry about shit. I'm not scheming and doing all this other shit. This is why I've been just straight as an arrow these last seven, eight years that people have known me on social media, about seven years now, six, seven years. Right, I don't have to worry about a lot of that shit that those other people need to worry about. Like when this whole coronavirus thing, um, this whole coronavirus thing, where did the Instagram flexors go? They all bounced, huh? Right. See, so I don't have to worry about shit like that because I'm like, oh fuck, I'm, I'm I'm putting up this fake lifestyle or whatever, and I'm exaggerating, and now I need to stop because of coronavirus. It didn't happen. You still make crew. I mean, I sold one of my cars and bought a Porsche, and I'm having fun. But right. So when I'm here. This train is going straight and it's just going boom, boom, boom. I'm feeding more coal into the fire. I don't have to stop. I don't have to be like, oh shit, I need to do this. And I, no, there's no abrupt stops and changes. Yes, I'm streaming on Zoom. I always do this on Zoom. I share the link every week. Save that link. It's the same link every week. So in the end, it is high risk, high reward because you need to initially put that flag down and stand for that new you, that new belief system and help people or make it through the obstacles and criticisms that are going to come along the way. But I referred to compassion earlier. That's what allowed me to not take things personal, right? And then look at somebody's words in person or over the internet from a different position. Cause now again, it's not affecting me emotionally. I'm not taking it personal. And a lot of times I see people are just emotionally unstable. They're fired up this and that they're just, you know, they really don't have any other time to kind of just let out that, that emotion. So they happen to let it out on me that day. That's fine. Same thing can be said for, you know, going door to door and cold calling and anybody who's in sales who deals with people. You're going to be dealing with different people at different times at different emotional states. You call one person one minute, they're telling you to go fuck yourself. The next minute they're apologizing. <laughs> it's cool. Now I learned it. 
So yes, you need to be the line, but you also need to be that ninja samurai communicator who, when it's called for, the situation calls for, you put your sword away and you break bread with somebody and have tea with them and let them unload. That's fine. You need to be able to do both. You can't be trapped to one position or one identity. You need to be uh, formless, right? I think Bruce Lee talked about it. I, I don't know the exact quote, so I don't want to butcher it. Bruce Lee, another guy study. I have a lot of his fucking books. I have one right here holding up the phone. Striking thoughts. I recommend you get it. It's a little red book. Pretty cool with a lot of his quotes. Formless. I can be and do anything. If I need to fucking run on the ground, I'm the lion. Then if I need to fly in the air, I just, boom, I magically transport and transform into the fucking bird that can fly, right? Formless. I jump in the ocean, boom, I turn into a shark. That's how we need to be from a mental standpoint. And we'll do a lot better in everything. Then you'll learn to have compassion in some of these other things because you're not bound to one thing. Now, this is a life practice because I'm getting better at this all the time, but it's something you need to focus on, right? Cool. I know I've been rambling on for, I think, like 20, 25 minutes. So we'll end it here. Um, thank you guys for listening. Again, congratulations to Paula and Carol and the expansion of Team BC. If you guys are interested uh, in joining the team, info at teambcsold.com or go to partnerwithteambc.com. Modern Success, I urge everybody to get on Modern Success. Um, th those are my troops, my soldiers, my Fantastic Four, my X-Men. If you guys are interested, link in my bio on Instagram or go to briancasella.com and it's on the front page, all right? Every Monday, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.